0: And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode. I am currently in Austin, Texas. It's Tuesday, April 19th, as I'm recording this episode. If you're listening to this in real time, it's released on Thursday, April 21st, when my husband, which still sounds so fun to say, which you know if you've been like newly married, it's just so fun. We've been married for 10 days, so I love saying husband. Anyway, my husband, Cena, and I, and our dog, Lizzie, are going to be in a U-Haul traveling from Austin to Denver, where we're moving. So... (laughs) As I'm recording this, I decided I wanted to record it in real time rather than like proactively get ahead on podcast episodes, because I like to think of us like we're girlfriends chatting. And I think when you're in a big season change of life, you feel like you're in this very reflective mode, right? I am currently sitting on the floor in my office. We sold my desk and my chair. So I'm literally just like sitting on the carpet. And Cena is in the other room selling some of our furniture on offer up because we're literally packing up all of our stuff today and we're moving tomorrow morning. So life is a little crazy right now. And, you know, it's interesting because This is our fifth major city that we're moving to. We've lived in Seattle and New York City and San Diego and Austin, depending upon how long we've been connected. You might've been along the ride for a lot of those moves, but there's something viscerally in my body that's telling me that Denver is where we're supposed to be long-term. And I don't know if you've ever had one of those like visceral body reactions where I'm like, I don't know why, but this is the long-term place. And there was something that really pulled us to Austin, which I know even just from the chapter of being here, there were so many beautiful things that came out of this chapter, but then it was time to change, right? Like we we knew this was no longer our chapter. We got married here and we're like, okay, like we're moving. We're ready to move. And it's funny because a lot of our friends and family are like, are you guys ever going to settle down in a city? Like are you guys ever going to have a chill season of life because it always feels like there's a lot going on for us. And it makes me laugh because I'm not really the settled down and honestly, neither is Sina kind of guy. Um, I'm not a chill kind of girl. <laughs> you know that if you listen to this podcast before. And I, you know, I've been underwhelmed before in my career back in 2014 when I first started a business on the side of a full-time corporate job. And that was also a time when I was really worried about what other people thought of me and my decisions. And now that I've moved through a lot of that, like, I mean, I still care what people think. I just care what I think most. And I make decisions that feel very aligned for me, even if people don't get it. I know how different it feels and how fun and fulfilling it is. And I'm honestly feeling this like sense of pride for myself that we're even making this decision to move and to move so quickly after our wedding, even though a lot of people are like, why are you doing that? It's like, because it feels right for us, you know? And today's episode actually stems from Instagram, where if we're not connected on Instagram, come say hi. I love chatting with you. My handle is at Fitzgerald, And the podcast, we post fun, like inspirational content and little like funny memes and stuff uh, at empowerher.podcast. Anyway, on Instagram, I posted one of those question box thingies. And I asked you what you wanted to hear about today. And so many of you told me that you were worried about taking some sort of action. You were worried about letting other people down in regard to a decision that you knew you wanted to make, or you were feeling really nervous about what somebody else would think about you if you made a change or made a decision, or you're overall just feeling kind of anxious about some aspect of your life and navigating a lot of transitions and change. And you wanted my perspective on different decisions that you wanted to make. And I DM'd a lot of you guys back, but some of you, I was like, let me just wrap this up into a podcast episode. So we're just going to dive into it First. I want to help you navigate any anxious thoughts or worry that might be coming up for you or in your life as a result of people-pleasing tendencies, because that's what's coming up for a lot of you. Maybe you specifically, especially as women, it's just like, it's ingrained in us. It's so freaking annoying. Uh, We're going to talk about that. And then I want to share a perspective that I think could help like light a little fire under your booty to move through this gray, wishy-washy, indecisive crap, like this indecision analysis paralysis that that you might be sitting in right now because it's not serving you. Because, you know, we both know not making a decision is still making a decision. It's the indecision that often keeps you feeling stuck or anxious or worried or overly concerned about what other people think about you because you're just lacking confidence when you're not taking action, right? Action breeds confidence. So let's get on the same picture here about this. I want you to actually think about all of the space that's used in your brain thinking about hypothetical situations, future conversations or outcomes of what you think other people will think if you make a certain decision, right? Like what will happen if I do it? What will she think? What will he think? What will this person think if I start X, Y, Z? If I leave this career path, if I move to this city, if I choose not to move, if I start dating again, if I don't, you know, get out of this relationship, if I don't ask her to be a bridesmaid, if I do, right? Like if I say no to that party that I want to go to, all of this like brain space is with this, should I do this or should I not do this? And it's heavy, right? I mean, think about how much worry takes up in your brain and all the anxious thoughts that are like, all around in your head it's just overwhelming. And then on top of that, it can honestly feel kind of debilitating in a lot of ways when we're trying to please everybody else with our decisions. And it's also impossible. You're never going to make everybody happy with your decisions. And I know that you know that, but it could still be driving a lot of your action or inaction right now at this exact moment. Because I don't know about you, but a lot of times I can think into my past where I've really struggled with a decision and it's when I'm trying to please too many different people and I'm like ignoring my own intuition. And sometimes I don't know if you've ever had a season like this where You want to make a decision. You intuitively know what's right for you, but you're stalling. So you start collecting information (laughs) or you collect other people's opinions about it because you're like, you know, I'm collecting all this data and then I'm going to make a decision. But intuitively, you know what you need to do. You don't need to hear what everybody else thinks about it. In fact, what maybe you need is what I like to give myself. Like I like to go on a walk and turn off my headphones and just think, like slow down for a second and get quiet with myself and say, but what do I really want? Not what do I think I should want? Not what does so-and-so think would be the right decision. But if anything was possible and I could just push other people's thoughts to the side or society's expectations or all of this stuff that's socially constructed to the side, what decision would I make for myself that would feel very aligned and fulfilling? Because whenever I give myself space to ask those types of questions, I can come up with an answer pretty quickly because I know and I bet you do too. But let's be real about this. It's hard to get quiet. It's hard to drown out other people's expectations. It's hard when these people-pleasing tendencies are ingrained in us, like especially as women from a really young freaking age. As little girls, think about it. We're rewarded as little girls often to make other people happy. Smile at this person, wave at this person, do this little dance, do whatever, whatever it is, right? Be a good girl, be sweet, be polite, be accommodating. We're Like it's a social construct. And now we're grown ass women and we're adults. Like we're living in this crazy world. We're not only a society telling us what we should want, what we should look like, where we should be at certain timelines, but then we're constantly bombarded with all of this stimulus coming at us like "Ah!" all the time. Right. And then we're humans. So we're innately designed to want to belong. We do care what people think about us. Right. We don't want to be ostracized. It's innately in us. Like it's in our programming. and. You know, I think it's important to recognize that there's nothing wrong with us if we care about making other people happy. Like if we care about approval from our significant others or our friends or our parents, or honestly, in some cases, society, and then what can be a slippery slope is strangers on the internet, right? It's not right or wrong to care. I actually do think caring as a human is a good thing. It's just really difficult for some of us. Maybe for you specifically, you can resonate with this, when people-pleasing Like these tendencies are really holding you back from building a life that you want to be building because you're so consumed with what everybody's going to make from or what everybody's going to think from your tiny little decisions or your big decisions, but often even just your tiny decisions. Because for you right now, you might be trying to make a decision in your life and you know that other people's opinions or thoughts about that decision is what's making you not take that choice, right? Or not make that decision. Maybe for you, It's a career and you're asking yourself, what is she going to think if I leave this role? What is my team going to think? What's my manager going to think? What if I switch companies? Are they going to make me, you know, like out to be this bad person because now I'm working for a competitor? What if I change directions entirely? Is it, you know, a waste of my time that I did this career and now I'm switching careers? Like what are other people going to think about that? What is, you know, my mom, my sister, my best friend going to think if I start a blog, a podcast, a side business? Or what are all the people that saw me build this one side business going to think about me if I no longer do that one because it doesn't feel aligned for me, right? What if I leave this city because I want more growth in my life? What are people going to think about me leaving? Like the people that I no longer am close to physically in proximity. What are they going to make it mean about me if I leave them, right? What is she going to say about me? What's he going to say? What if I say no to the favor that they want me to do? What are they going to say behind my back? What will my ex's family think if I start dating again now? What will my parents think if I stop taking these classes or I decide to invest in myself, start a business or not even use my college degree because I want to go do something completely different? Or maybe I don't want to have kids or maybe I want to push back having kids. There's so many things that are going on in our head all the time. I'm sure right now, even listening to this, you're like, Kesh, whoa, some of those I haven't even been thinking about. Maybe I should add them to my list. (laughs) Don't add them to your list. My point is, People-pleasing tendencies are often driving us, and it can lead us to this analysis paralysis, wishy-washy gray area of not making a decision. I am so excited to tell you that we are open for registration for our program where you and I get to work together one-on-one if you're a podcaster that's ready to grow and scale and monetize your show. The program is called Amplified. And I'm sliding in here mid-podcast. We're going to get back to the juice. But I just think it's really important if you are a podcaster who's ready to take it to the next level that you know about this program. It's the only program I created where you and I get to get together and do a one-on-one podcast audit. We got on a Zoom call for an hour. I listen into your show. I help you come up with tactical, specific things that you can do to grow your show and figure out how to position you to monetize, to actually make money from this podcast that you love. And what types of offers should you create or products or services or programs? And and I really help you kind of dig into your existing offers, if you have any, so that we can really figure out what's aligned and what's actually going to be fulfilling for you based off the direction that you want to go. You also get access to juicy self-paced content where we talk about monetizing in terms of actually scaling your podcast through growing your community, but also sponsorship and affiliate and all sorts of different opportunities. Then we get on another Zoom call. We dig into all of the content even more because I want to make sure you feel super supported. And that I really get to help you taking it to the next level. Like I love this Amplified program. It's one of my favorite things I've ever done in my business because I really get to intimately work with you. And then you get added into our Amplified grad community. This is a community that we're building with podcasters that are building businesses and they're scaling and they're growing. They want to take it to the next level. And we've got all sorts of ideas of things that we're going to continue to do, like bringing in Guest speakers, doing fun coffee chats and happy hours, getting to connect and collaborate with other podcasters that want to take it to the next level. So, if you're like, oh, that sounds up my alley, this sounds like something that could be really helpful for me. I only take a select amount of women each month when we open registration because it is so intimate and it takes a lot of my time and energy. Um, and I want to really get to serve you, right? So, if you're interested in more details, I want you to text the word amplify to 512. Again, text the word amplify to 512-548-2728. Again, this is my program for existing podcasters. We have another program that helps you launch your show, which if you're interested in that, you can text the word intro. This is for women that are already podcasting, know that you love it, and really want to take it to the next level. So I can't wait to chat with those of you that are interested. Now, without further ado, let's dive back into the show. That not making a decision is going to protect us. From other people's opinions of us. But again, not making a decision is a decision. And no matter what we do or don't do, people are going to have their thoughts about it. And staying in this wishy washy gray area of indecision can often leave us more stuck, more unfulfilled, and just full of all this like anxiety and worry and overly concerned about what everybody else's opinions are of our choices. So, How can we actually get ourselves to make a decision? Well, first, I think we have to recognize that there's nothing wrong with us if we're struggling with people-pleasing tendencies. There are thousands of women that are gonna listen into this podcast episode that are gonna feel like maybe you're feeling right now where you're nodding your head like, ooh, Kesh, yep, that's me. I'm working through it. I hope you're nodding your head along with me, right? You know, I like to think of this podcast like we're girlfriends, okay? So I I get it. I've struggled with this too before. But when we first recognize that there's nothing wrong with us, it's called being a human, welcome to the club. But also we take responsibility because the environment around us subconsciously affects us a ton and often consciously it affects us a ton. But let's talk subconsciously because the people that we surround ourselves with, the thoughts and their beliefs of what they think is possible in life often dictate what we think is possible in life because sometimes we self-sabotage. What happens is an idea pops up in our head to make some sort of decision. It doesn't even have to be a big decision. It could just be a tiny little decision, but we immediately shoot it down ourselves. We are the ones before anyone else can even say this. We are the ones that say it's crazy or it's a dumb idea, or we should be more realistic simply because we're telling ourselves that other people won't understand it. And we want to make them happy. We want to make sure that they like us so we can't make this decision because they won't get it, right? I mean, how often do we hear friends or family or honestly, sometimes even ourselves say, that's just the way it is or that's just what we do. That's just how it works. That's just our family. That's just how people from here, blah, blah, act, right? But if you stop kind of ask yourself, like in the midst of making a decision, when that thought comes up, and you could recognize that it's going to hold you back from actually making a decision, you're like, wait a second, really? Like, is that even true? Do I actually believe that that's just the way that it is or that's just how it works or that's just how it always is? The world is constantly changing. You're constantly changing. If you're listening into a podcast like this, you care about evolving. So do you actually agree that that's just how it has to be? Do you truly believe That just because, let me just throw out an example. Like you come from a family that maybe struggled with finances or alcohol or their weight, or they never actually really loved their career path, or they weren't entrepreneurs, or they didn't have very fulfilling marriages, that you have to too, because in order for them to like you and accept you, you got to do what they did. Does that feel aligned for you? Or on the flip side, just because your parents or your siblings or your friends, you know, got married at a certain age or had kids at a certain age or make a certain amount of money or go on a certain amount of vacations or dress a certain way that you have to too. And if you don't, then you're going to be ostracized. Does that thinking work for you to build a life that you really freaking love? Because there's a lot of power in stopping for a second and asking yourself, am I making decisions that will result in repeating the patterns that I've had modeled to me by my friends or my family or society? but I don't even want them for my own life. But I'm doing them. I'm going to make this choice or not make this choice simply because I want to make other people happy or because I think that's the only way, even though intuitively deep down in my gut, I know it's not. Because sometimes we don't even realize how much these people-pleasing tendencies hold us back until we have this idea that pops up in our head about a decision. And right after we think about it, we're like, "Ooh, we're going to let ourselves get excited about it. Like, this is a cool decision. This would be cool. But as soon as we start to do that, we squash it. Like, but if I do that, she might feel bad. She might feel left behind. She might think blank of me. So I can't make that decision. I I don't want her to think that of me. It's a tough pill to swallow when we recognize that we are the things that are standing in our own way. We like to blame it on other people. But when we start to bring our own people-pleasing tendencies to our conscious awareness, oh, baby, it's a game changer. Because sometimes it's family or friends that we're worried about what they're going to think if we make a decision or don't make a decision. But we also often use this word, they, what will they think about me? But if I were to ask you, who are they? We often can't even name someone, right? You're worried about putting yourself out there on social media because what are they going to think? Is they some random girl from third grade that you literally haven't talked to since you were nine years old? Or like Sally Sue 293, so you don't even know who she is? You're worried about her? About they? Or or we say these conditional things. Like a lot of people think blank about me and it's often negative. But honestly, can we even name who? And if we can name someone, do we actually want their life? Are they in the game? Like, are they doing the thing that you want to be doing? because I don't want to take advice from someone that's not actually in the game. Right? You can be curious about people's perspectives and opinions and know that as a human you do want to belong so you might care what other people think, but you got to care what you think most. You deserve that. And you know, one thing that helps me a ton whenever I have an idea that pops up into my head that I know some people won't get is I have to be very conscious of who I tell first. Right? I'm not going to tell someone who's going to rip apart my idea. I have some very close friends in my life, some of my very best friends that I can tell them an idea, they'll get excited and then they'll point out all the holes in it. And those people are very helpful and I'm so grateful for them, but I'm not going to tell them first. When I've got an idea, like I want to start a fanny pack line or I want to start a ski line. Those are both things that I've said, like literally in the last week, I'm going to tell someone who's going to be like, that is the best idea ever, right? Because I want to get hyped. That's the feeling that I want to have. So remind yourself that you get to control who you tell about your ideas. Because someone who's going to tell you that your idea is crazy, that's not helpful or constructive, right? So take inventory of your environment, right? There are things that I like, I understand the importance of environment so freaking much that I'm literally creating a women's event, right? If you haven't heard me talk about it on the podcast, I'm hosting a personal development conference. It's going to be a massive party with hundreds of women from all across the country and honestly, even globe that. We are going to bring in powerhouse guest speakers and it's going to be so high vibe. You're going to get to connect with so many amazing women. I'll share more about it when tickets are actually released. But if you're not on the wait list yet to get your tickets for this event, I want you to text the word event to 512 548 2728. Again, I want you to text the word event. Just pause your podcast right now. I know know you're like walking your dog, you're doing laundry, you're in the shower, whatever. Just pause it real quick and text the word event because I want you to be the first to know because I understand the importance of environment, right? Where you can tell people that are sitting next to you, like, this is my idea. And they're like, yes, girl, let's get it, right? That matters. And that being said, outside of environment, I do think there's a really important part of this, which is that we have to take radical responsibility for being the person who doesn't shoot down our own ideas, right? Like our internal dialogue. Because when an idea pops up and you shoot yourself down, you've got to be able to catch yourself in real time and say, wait a second, is the belief that just came up that shooting down this idea, is that my belief? Or is it what I'm socially like, like expected to think, right? What I've been socialized to believe. Is that my belief? Or did I learn that from someone else who's living a life that I don't actually want to be living? Even if I love them as a human, I don't want their life, right? It's your job to change your thoughts and ask yourself better questions to get better answers because that's what drives your actions and your decision, which makes up your entire life. The life that you're living right now is just a compound of all of your decisions that you've made, right? Me too. And if you're sitting, and this analysis paralysis gray area, also known as indecision, that was a choice too. A choice that you can move through. Because what's so cool about recognizing these people-pleasing like tendencies and starting to really step in and own your own decisions is you build up that confidence. Even from those tiny little decisions that you start to make where you start to worry less about what other people think and more about what you think, you build up that confidence and you get to eliminate some stress in your life. Because when you think about it, when you're so consumed with other people's thoughts about all of your decisions, you create a lot of proactive stress in your life, right? Like you play out hypothetical situations or how other people react, you know, to your ideas or decisions. Like you think about this future that could happen and we create this reality in our head and then we pre-stress. And often what we were worried about, like the outcome that we worried and spent all the time stressing about doesn't even happen. And if it does, you know, turn into an undesired outcome, it's likely not even as bad as we thought that it would be because when we're in this pre-stress state, we catastrophize a ton. We make it seem like it's going to be like so huge so that we can keep ourselves in our familiar thought patterns and not take action. So it's just a lot of precious brain power, you know, that's wasted. And truly, when we're sitting in this like analysis paralysis contemplating what are other people going to think about my decisions i want you to really think about the fact that even if you were to play out all outcomes of a future conversation all of the things that that person could say in response to your decision or to you bringing something up to them that you know you need to talk to them about maybe right now there's like a, dis- a conversation that you know you need to have like it's helpful to think through what you want to bring up to people so that you don't come in like all hot mess express. But stressing so much and getting so anxious and worrying so much about something before it happens does not mitigate future stress or does not control a future outcome, right? It's important to think through these conversations, but thinking so long that you stress yourself out and get so much anxiety that you never actually have the conversation defeats the purpose. Right. Because even if you are going to have a conversation about a decision you want to make and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to let these people pleasing tendencies hold me back. I'm going to have this tough conversation. If you sit in it for too long and you don't take action, that's not helpful. And Tim Ferriss has this quote that I love. It says, a person's success in life can usually be measured by the number of uncomfortable conversations he or she is willing to have. A person's success in life can usually be measured by the number of uncomfortable conversations he or she is willing to have. That's often when you draw a line in the sand and you say, I'm not going to just make this decision because you want me to. I want to do something that feels aligned. It feels better. It's tough and it's awkward, but it's worth it because there is a time and place to weigh out pros and cons. And there is importance of getting other people's perspective sometimes, but it's the overthinking. The what, what's going to happen? They're catastrophizing, what if I say this? It's not going to work out. Ah, like what, what's she going to say? What's he going to think of me? Those questions and those thoughts are exhausting. So I have an alternative. Let's just save some freaking time and energy and recognize we will never know what happens until we take action. And we will never build confidence if we just sit around waiting to take action. And we want that confidence because that confidence helps us feel more secure in our own decision-making ability and less concerned about what other people think about those decisions. Because legitimately, the best way to find out if something's going to work, if you're going to like it, if you're not going to like it, if it is a good decision, a lying decision for you, or if it's not, is for you to go do that thing and get some freaking feedback. Feedback is everything. And along the way, instead of wondering... Is this thing going to work out the way I planned to get yourself really stressed about it? Right. Which a lot of people can do that with moving, like with us being about to move right now. It's like, ah, what if it doesn't work out? What if you don't like the city? I'm just going to assume that it's not going to work out. And while that sounds really Debbie Downer, it just saves myself like energy worrying about if it's not going to work out the way that I planned. I am going to assume something and I'm going to assume that it won't work out the way that I planned because I'm going to assume that it's going to be even better. Even better than I can imagine. Because we always have the choice to commit to a thought pattern, to thoughts that serve us. Because when other thoughts pop up, like, ah, what is this person going to think? What if it doesn't work out? Ah, I'm stressed about this. When those thoughts pop up that aren't in line with the way that we've made this conscious choice to think, we got to whack them out of our heads, like whack them all, get it out, right? And if our decision requires action, rather than just a way of thinking, which most decisions we got to take some action on, right? We get to get out of our own way, call our shot and freaking go. Because once we commit to doing the thing, we don't have to worry anymore or contemplate what other people are going to think about it. It's already done. Decision was made. No more wishy-washy gray area. Boom, the end. And it feels like a massive weight is lifted off your shoulders. Remember, you've already seen What happens when you sit in this wishy-washy gray area when you get too worried about what other people think? And you've seen the outcome that's come from that. I wonder what would happen if you just crank it up a notch and you say, I'm going to do me. We've got one shot here with a TBD amount of days. Let's make it freaking count, girl. I love you. I'm rooting for you. Come find me on Instagram and see what's going down in our U-Haul. <laughs> and I'll talk to you soon, girl. Hey! Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.